Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. This podcast is not by me, uh, it's by James, but uh, I am recording an intro for it because apparently James couldn't be bothered to. Um, what you're about to hear is a sample of a series that James is running in a foolhardy way on our Patreon page. Um, James is going through the X-Men 1992 animated series, which has just arrived um, in the UK courtesy of Disney+. Plus. Um, he's watching it episode by episode, talking about each episode and how it relates to and is adapted from various comic stories because that particular cartoon is kind of famed for being one of the, the animated series that, that perhaps most closely takes its cues from existing comics. So he's giving a very cinematic universe approach to a cartoon that I think a lot of people have affection for from their childhood. So if you think that sounds like something you might want to listen to and you don't already back us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash cinematic universe. Um, you can back us at the lowest possible level, a uh, dollar or upward. Um, you'll get access to that. You'll also get, as you probably know from us talking about it, on the main episodes and um, the bonus comics related episodes that we do for every main episode uh, our most recent one was also james talking about the x-men because we've done an x-men days of future past a lot of very heavy x-men related content recently but it seems to be something that people are really getting a kick out of um if you back us at the two dollars or above level you will also get early and ad free access to our episodes before they go onto the main feed so all in all um obviously we appreciate difficult times at the moment but if it is something that you that you can afford to and feel like you want to do um then we'll we're trying to give you a, a lot more content as um by way of thanks for for backing us and supporting us so um yeah if you if you want to know what these x-men episodes sound like um as i say this is a this is a, a full episode preview um uh, from james on on his kind of off the cuff talking about the x-men so let's let him get into it now Episode 3, Enter Magneto. You can probably guess which major X-Men villain this episode introduces. That's right, Sabretooth. It doesn't, I mean, Sabretooth is in it as well. It introduces both Magneto and Sabretooth. Although Sabretooth did cameo earlier in uh, the series, at the very start of Night of the Sentinels. But here we learn his name, we learn a little bit about his relationship to Wolverine, um, and that's more or less it. We also get the introduction of Magneto. This story kind of adapts the very first issue of Uncanny X-Men in which the original five members of the X-Men encounter Magneto as he attempts to attack a missile base. It's the Cape Citadel missile base. 
Uh, there are a few things I found interesting about the depiction of Magneto. One is that they shy away from mentioning World War II. They just keep it very vaguely um, a war. And the <laughs> the soldiers are not Nazis. But I feel like they expand that out a bit later. It's interesting, actually, that that aspect of Magneto, which you, you tend to think of as being really key to his character, wasn't introduced until the 1970s when... Chris Claremont took over the book and decided to bring back Magneto and flesh the character out a bit more. Up until that point, he'd just sort of been generically a villain and, and didn't have the associations of World War II and the Holocaust attached to him. So that's an example of a really late character development that kind of stuck and sort of transformed him really into the classic version of Magneto. In the 60s, he was a, a simpler supervillain. He was a bit more of a scientist. He used to have these these retro bases and create weird machines and stuff and he doesn't do that so much these days <laughs> and now there is another comic that this this relates to although i'm i think this might be the first example of a comic that took something from the cartoon so in this episode the x-men take in Sabretooth and say well no mutant is too bad to have a place with the x-men let's see if we can if we can help Sabretooth. a year later after this episode originally aired the comic X-Men Unlimited 3 essentially did the same thing with Sabretooth. It, it showed us his backstory, uh, showed him sort of submitting to murderous rages that had previously been controlled by a telepath that he hung around with. And the X-Men put a stop to his rampage and they brought him in and said, well, specifically Professor X said, went into his mind and said, well, Sabretooth remembers every victim he's ever had and that suggests that he knows the value of life and therefore can be rehabilitated and that began a long storyline where Sabretooth was a prisoner of the X-Men, prisoner slash patient of the X-Men. Uh, it actually led to Wolverine quitting the team for a while. He he was like well if Sabretooth's going to be here I'm not going to be here and it's fair to say he was vindicated because eventually Sabretooth escaped and caused all manner of havoc, having sort of semi-voluntary, semi-voluntarily placed himself with the X-Men. He eventually decided, no, that's probably not where I want to be. It's a good story. It's a good story. And so the other main component of this episode is uh, Beast's attempt to get a fair trial, <laughs> and. I'm a bit suspicious of this plotline because at the start Magneto tries to rescue Beast and Beast sort of turns him down and says, no, me and Professor Xavier have decided my innocence should be proved in court. And you're sort of looking going, you did break into a private facility and destroy their property. However morally righteous that was, um, <laughs> you are guilty and therefore probably not going to be found innocent. But, you know, in a way, being put on trial and, and proven guilty by the system at least emphasises that you are eligible for the system. So maybe that's a good thing. Uh, this, I don't think the storyline's ever been done in the comics directly, but it's something that, it's the kind of thing that the comics would do from time to time, like proving proving that mutants are willing to submit to, to human justice and the human system and not that they feel above it. Although, let's be fair, they do act like they're above it a lot of the time. <laughs> the other thing the other thing I like about the depiction of Magneto in this episode is how they is how they set up his philosophy. They do it really sympathetically. He doesn't turn up as a villain with no 
no redeeming qualities. He does. He makes some good points in this episode, and my favourite possibly is when him and Charles have their initial disagreement in the flashback sequence, and he says, "Look at them, Charles. They can't even make peace with each other." And you sort of think maybe he's right. Maybe he is right. So you know, if we keep watching, maybe we will find out whether Magneto is right or not. <laughs> the age-old question: Is Magneto right? Right. I think that's it for today. Uh, come back hopefully tomorrow for episode four. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.